do. Hey everyone. Um, just getting ready to go live again. Sorry, I'm just setting up. I always feel like a noob when I'm doing this, so bear with me. Trying to figure out how I can get my volume to be louder because I think sometime in the past my mic wasn't working too well, so let me just fix that. Awesome, just fixing my camera here. Um, so today we are on episode 4 of Table Talks, which is our virtual cafe series um, where we're trying to share stories of overcoming hardships um, to really just encourage you, our viewers, and anyone who um, watches or stumbles upon our videos, um, really to uh, encourage you to go through your own challenges and struggles yourself and hopefully you'll be encouraged by the stories you hear um, from our vendors, real people here. So I'm just waiting for my guest today um, to join. Let me see if I can get her to invite her to join me here. Whoops. Is it like this? <laughs> I'm always struggling. So. Awesome. So today we are featuring Winnie, who is a speech pathologist. Oh, hi, Winnie. Hey. Yay. Okay. We figured it out. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> so everyone, this is Winnie. Um, yeah. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about uh, what speech pathology is and what you do? Um, so speech pathology is basically, I mean, when people hear speech therapists, I think they usually think somebody who helps someone talk. Um, but speech language pathology actually covers a range of um, areas. Anything related to um, so things like language, um, or even like um, articulation difficulties, stuttering, um, voice difficulties, things like that. Um, swallowing as well, as I mentioned before. Um, so that's really what's covered under speech language pathology. And um, we work with basically anybody from birth to 16 years. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, and I don't think a lot of people know that because I think usually they think we work with kids mostly. Mm -hmm. For myself, I think, well, throughout my whole career, I have worked with pretty much every population. Um, but right now, my main focus is working with children. Um, so most of my clients are preschoolers, toddlers, or school age. Um, yeah, we work on language. Um, some of them have diagnoses like um, autism, um, or some genetic disorders or whatnot. Um, but yeah, a little bit of <laughs> cool. Yeah, I guess it's it's really interesting. I've never heard of a speech pathologist before meeting you. Actually, <laughs> a lot of people say that. <laughs> but how did you even find out about it and want to become a speech pathologist? Um, I guess it's a bit of a long story. So back um, in high school, when you're kind of choices. Um, I wanted to be a teacher um, mainly because I wanted to work with kids and I wanted to teach and like help kids learn I guess um, and so but I didn't really like the idea of um, being responsible for a whole classroom of kids all <laughs> yeah. and props all the teachers who do that but I don't think I could handle that um, and so um, my dad's secretary at the time or part-time secretary actually was in um, the SLP program and so my dad asked her to tell me a bit about or tell him about it and then he told me and so that's how I kind of learned about it 
um, and then I then sought out some volunteer opportunities um, to um, experience what it would be like um, as SLP. And really to get in the program, you have to do volunteer work anyways. Um, mm. And so once I did a few um, hours, I was already hooked. Um, because pretty much like what a more specific skill. Um, I like to do one-on-one amazing kids and be focused on Hmm. Mm. Um, so there are some parts where you're kind of cutting in and out I'm not sure if it's just me or oh. if it was maybe the placement of your mic Bye. hold on sorry <laughs> I just noticed it I have my phone on a stand does that oh. cut in and out maybe or I can hold it. Here, I can hold my phone. <laughs> Is that going to be uncomfortable for you, though? That's okay. I can hold it. Um, let me just see in the comments um, if we have a few viewers watching, if anyone is able to tell us um, if you're able to hear us fine, especially Winnie. Um, please let us know in the comments. <laughs> um, just while we're waiting for that, I do want to showcase... Um, we're trying to pretend we're at a virtual cafe, so want to tell us about what you're drinking? Um, so I'm drinking a tea, and it's called Sencha. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you a funny story of the tea? So, sure. so Kevin dropped this off for me in a container, and <laughs> in the container it says sauerkraut. Oh, man. So yeah. I totally thought it was sauerkraut tea. <laughs> And then I thought, but nobody drinks sauerkraut tea. <laughs> that is very uh, interesting. But mm. um, it's very good. It's very refreshing. Um, something I that's good to help me wind down on a Friday night. <laughs> nice after putting your kid to bed. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> mm. what, um, do you know which tea you got or which one you're tasting? Um. It said Sencha on it, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah I'm drinking a, um, it's called um, coffee leaf tea. I'll show you the box. Mm. It's made by Wise Monkey. So <laughs> they what they do is, I, I've never heard of coffee leaf tea, actually, until um, I went to this coffee and tea expo. They have them usually in April every year, but this year got canceled because of COVID. <laughs> but what I like about them is that um, a lot of people, they buy coffee beans and they just drink that. But then um, what I like about this is it's the leaf from the coffee tree, right? It's a coffee cherry tree. So they use the leaf of those um, coffee cherry trees and make it into a tea. So you're kind of like making the most of the entire plant. Right. Oh, yeah. very cool. Never heard of yeah. them. I should try yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe next time we'll send you send you to try with me. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. But I guess going back to your story, so you did a couple hours of volunteering and then you were just hooked um from from that experience, I guess? Yeah, yeah. So um I guess I was the, that was the initial hook um into what SLP was really like. Um and I'm I think the whole journey of from like discovering SLP and then to going to school and going through the program and, and placement and everything. It, I, it was a ups and downs of 
learning about SLP. And I think regardless, I never lost my passion for it, I guess. Um, but I discovered new things about it. Like, for example, I didn't know we worked on swallowing <laughs> for mm-hmm. the longest time. Because, you know, you think it's just, you know, working on therapy with kids and whatnot. But we actually work on swallowing as well. And so I learned that when I was in university. Um, and so because we're technically experts of anything like mouth to throat and how all the muscles and everything function. And so if anybody has swallowing difficulties, we're equipped um, skill-wise to uh, to assess that, yeah. Mm, that's so interesting. Yeah. I guess it's all the same, like everyone swallows the same way or? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, the, the structure, like the anatomy and physiology behind it is the same, um, mm. but yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. that's cool, yeah. Um, so speaking of like your long journey to get to where you are now, um, do you have a story you can share with us about, I guess, a struggle you went through to where you are now? (laughs) Mm -hmm, For sure. Um, I think the biggest struggle I've gone through so far in my career is really the transition, uh, the transition, uh, from motherhood, um, and being on maternity, Mm -hmm. even going back to work. Um, that was really tough. And I, like any parent will tell you, it'll be tough when you go back to work. It's tough to have a kid. Um, but it really is. It's not until you experience it yourself that you really realize what they mean. And I think it's, tough in a different way for every person um, because everyone's life and routine and everything is different right um, so more specifically for myself so um, my son was born in 2018 so I was on maternity leave for about 18 months um, mm-hmm. so I was scheduled to go back to work in January so January 2020 um, so prior to going back to work um, I had like three months where I was off of EI um, and so I had always done um, private practice so um, in addition to my full-time jobs I always did some private um, SLP work on the side um, even before my son was born and so I decided to keep that up just in case when I go back to work full-time that it just wouldn't work in terms of scheduling and so then mm-hmm. I had some a backup uh, something to lean on um, and so I'm glad I did that um, because when I went back to work in January it was crazy um, it was basically because I work, um, I worked in Brampton. So I drove 50 minutes um, oh. back to work. And my husband, Anthony, um, he uh, works an hour to an hour and a half away because he works in um, well, actually Burlington now, but we both travel far. Uh, <laughs> so basically for my son, Danny, um, he was in daycare starting in January, but we basically dropped him off the earliest time we could at seven and picked him up the latest time possible, which was at six. So he was at daycare for like 10 hours sometimes. Right. Wow. And it was, you know, transition to, to daycare is hard because there's a separation and they get sick because there's lots of germs in the daycare. But I think the other part that really got to me was just not being able to be with him. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the time during the day, we basically pick him up, get home, eat, sleep. Um, and sometimes when we went to pick him up because he was like the last kid to be picked up, he'd be crying because all the other kids were already gone. So that really broke my heart. Um, and it was just so busy and we just didn't get time to, we didn't have time to spend with him. Um, so in February, so pretty much two months in, I decided, okay, I'm just going to do private practice because it's more flexible. I have enough clientele. Why not? Right. Um, and then I can also spend more time being a mom um, and doing these things as well. And so um, 
that's when I quit um, full time job and decided to do my own private practice. Um, and that's what I've been doing um, since then. Um, and I guess the other side piece of this story is also COVID happened pretty much at the same time that I decided to switch to private practice, which was, um, I mean, it's unfortunate. And I know it impacted a lot of small businesses, pretty much everybody, right? And um, big or small, really, businesses. Um, and, but I think in terms of my story, I'm just kind of, I've been trying to adjust my point of view, the perspective that um, it's a blessing in disguise, I think, because had that not happened, I wouldn't necessarily be at home as much with uh, my son now, and he can't go to daycare either. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that okay, <laughs> I have this side business to kind of be able to juggle motherhood, you know, taking care of him and while being able to work as well. Um, so... Yeah. yeah. Wow. So during the calls, I guess you're doing them all on Zoom now? Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, I use Zoom Pro. Um, and so then it's we call it teletherapy. So it's essentially telehealth. Um, and so um, I, it's a bit of an adjustment in terms of the traditional face-to-face -face therapy. Um, but I think it was a learning curve, but there are a lot of resources out there from other SLPs around the world, really, because everybody's been adjusting to this new uh, way of doing therapy. And so it's been pretty awesome, I would say, and uh, lots of fun learning um, how to do uh, different things like um, I don't know if some people saw my page but I have a green screen set up now too um, <laughs> wow. um, so I like to do some funny activities with the kids with that yeah oh wow hmm. that's really cool and it's so crazy to hear your story of just how many times you had to change and adjust and yeah. it's really bad to hear you <laughs> you were so sad that um, you had to stay away from your child and just to see him crying when you do meet up yeah. yeah, it was really sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. But I guess, yeah, COVID, for good or for worse, I guess it gave you more time to be with family. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess one, one good thing that came out of it. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I mean, as we all adjust to this new normal, right, I think it just takes time um, and kind of focus on the good things um, is really what I've been trying to remind ourselves, like, both me and my husband, we remind ourselves, you know, focus on the good things, focus on the, the positives that we've been able to gain from this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So um, is Anthony also working from home at the same time? Yeah, yeah. So he's also working from home and work for him has also been extremely busy. So it's actually it's a blessing for him as well to not be um, to not have to drive so far every day. Um, yeah, so it saves on gas and all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Wow. So during, um, I, I guess, during your Zoom calls with your um, patients, do you call them patients? Uh, yeah, I, we call them clients, but it's okay. Yeah, your client. Um, I guess, does he take care of your son during that time then? Or yeah. do you... <laughs> so I really, most of my clients, I would say, are kind of afternoon, after work, um, or Saturdays. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, ever since, like, the whole the bubbles thing started, so my parents would also help watch Danny if I have, like, a daytime client. Um, and so that it's really worked out very well. Um, and I have like his own little play area set up <laughs> so that he can be out of my space. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. Wow. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing um, just about your journey and how you became, I guess, your own entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, 
still working on it. <laughs> it's still new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, thanks for um, giving me this opportunity to share about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess just for anyone who's watching or who might watch in the future, um, can you tell us what you're offering for new signups and what someone should expect maybe on their first or second um, consultations or times with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure thing. Um, so I guess initially, if um, someone is interested, um, you can just give me a call because uh, that gives me an uh, opportunity to kind of give you a consultation. We can talk about what concerns you have. I can tell you a little bit about um, what services I offer, the pricing and all of that. Um, and then I can also tell you a bit about how speech uh, therapy works. Um, and so because we've kind of transitioned to this online teletherapy format, um, I've also been offering clients a free um, 30 minute trial of teletherapy really is just to kind of um, figure out how teletherapy works, test out Mm -hmm. the program, um, figure out any like technical difficulties and whatnot. Um, And then from there, um, we can go forward with um, the first visit. And usually if you hadn't had a speech therapy or anything like that before, I do start out with an assessment um, because we want to see where the client is in terms of their skills um, and what the issues are. Um, And then from the assessment, we can then see, okay, what are some goals we can set? And then we focus on therapy. During therapy, we focus on these goals. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'll just give a chance for any of our viewers to um, ask questions or comment. Um, And while they type their comments, I'm going to ask you a silly question. (laughs) Sounds good. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So... For speech pathology, you're saying like it's all about the, the muscles here, right? So does that mean, could I ask you to teach me how to whistle? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, <laughs> if whistling is part of your way to communicate, then maybe. <laughs> but can, can you whistle? Not really well, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, so maybe, very well. <laughs> so maybe I can't ask you for help for that then. <laughs> hmm. I have taught like little kids how to blow like bubbles like I hmm. guess similar to to whistle yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> hmm. oh so quick question so let's say um somebody they're not maybe the, it's not so much about saying the words but maybe it's like thinking of what to say do you hmm. also help with that Yeah, yeah. So we definitely work with the processing. So really, I guess I should expand. It's not just here, but also brain to mouth and everything. Um, Like, for example, if a um, person got in a car accident, right, and had a brain injury, we also work in that area if they have then difficulties with communicating, right? Um, So, or even stroke, there are some people who have had a stroke, they um, end up having aphasia. And so then the connection between brain to mouth and um, just being able to articulate and communicate their ideas sometimes is impacted. Yeah, so for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, so just thinking, teaching them, like, I guess, how to rewire that pathway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about biology so I'm just... no 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 you're close that's pretty good yeah it's essentially kind of reconnecting the lost connections um based on whatever injury or whatnot happened yeah for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay cool yeah um <laughs> okay so I don't see any comments or questions so I guess nobody has anything they want to ask you <laughs> okay um, <laughs> we'll get some comments later on who knows <laughs> yeah so if anyone who's watching or 
watches later. Um, if you have questions or comments, feel free to comment below. We will post the video on our uh, Instagram page, and you can also check out Winnie um, Winnie's, I guess Instagram too. Uh, it's at Winnie Shum SLP. Uh, we'll we'll post the link below, so you can not have to worry about spelling. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, our, our website also has Winnie's information, contact information if you want to reach her, um, and also other similar businesses and entrepreneurs that we also want to help out in this time uh, will be on our website. It's thelasttable.ca slash network. Um, yeah, so thanks, Winnie, for joining. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Winnie, if you have anything you would like to say in closing? Um, just thank you for this um, opportunity to share about my story. And I really encourage everybody to go check out The Last Table's um, website. Um, the list of vendors, it really, I think, any little um, help works. Uh, it really helps. Anything little helps uh, for anybody during this time. Um, and just support local support local small businesses. <laughs> and I'll give you a cheers from T to T before that we look good. Cheers. <laughs> Nice chatting with you, Rochelle. It was great chatting with you too and seeing your face. Yeah, it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll catch up some more soon. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye, Wynn. Bye. Bye.